You are listening to episode 55 of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Welcome to the Peaceful Mind Podcast, a place for creating the peace of mind you need to be the best mom you are created by God to be. If you want to bring more balance, more joy, and more peace to your motherhood, this is the place for you. I'm your host, certified life coach and Catholic mom, Danielle Tienel. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let's get started. Well, hello and welcome back. Thanks so much for spending some of your day with me today. This topic all started about mid-year for me, what we're going to talk about today. Somewhere at least in the last month or two where I really paused and took stock on how it is that I can say with utter gratitude, of course, that I am truly proud of the results that I have created in my life and business. And I feel amazing about all that I'm currently experiencing in my family life right now, too. I truly feel myself what I promise to help all my coaching clients with, and that is that I am able to create peace, joy, and balance within any circumstance or situation that comes my way. Can you say this about your life right now? Maybe, maybe not, and maybe you're somewhere in between, but I will continue to be able to carry my message out to help you in this way through a podcast, or if you become one of my clients, because my mission is, and for the unforeseen future always will be, to be able to tell my own story of where I used to be and the transformation that occurred because of the life coaching tools and concepts that a life coach provided for me. And because of the training I gained through becoming a certified life coach myself, and then through the evidence that my brain takes on every time I see it all working in my life and the life of my clients. So I humbly thank you for entrusting your time today. And I always thank my clients for entrusting their brains to me for the time that we have together. I gain proof every day that more is possible for my life that I could have ever done on my own before then. And at the same time I mention all of this, I want you to know that I can easily recall where this wasn't the case for me. It doesn't take much for my brain to remind me of a not so distant time where I felt overwhelmed, unfulfilled, behind, as if I was missing something. I felt stuck in a void, out of control to figure it out, but told myself that I was smart and I should have things figured out by now. I was waiting for motivation to strike me. It wasn't all the time that each of these would be taking over my life, but these feelings were more front and center on a daily basis than I wished for them to occur. But when I finally stopped a couple months ago to reflect back on where I was then, where I am now, and what truly was the bridge in between these two life stages, it came down to these two feelings that I used to lack, but now have made all the difference in achieving where I am right now, which is having a life I truly love living, is filled with deep, fulfilling meaning 
and has me staying in the moment of it all with such gratitude. It was being able to create feelings of curiosity and courage. That is what I distilled it down, or at least for this episode. Curious and courage. I hope you will hear me today and consider focusing on them to create changes in your life too, because the actions that have led me to where I am now predominantly were fueled by the feelings of curiosity and courage. When I took action from these feelings, I began to see the results appear that I had wanted and longed for for so long. I needed to be more curious and be more courageous, and I wasn't. In fact, I avoided feeling fear of any kind or doing scary things. I avoided looking at my role in how my life was turning out. In other words, I wasn't taking full responsibility but instead I blamed all the circumstances that were outside of me. I didn't want to get at the root of the true cause of my overwhelm, my perfectionism, my lack of motivation or lack of fulfillment. After all, it was easier to blame everything else. Lack of time, lack of money, other people. I mean, it was their fault after all, and if only they would change or do what they were supposed to do, then I wouldn't have to feel this way and on and on. I I think you get the picture. So the definition of curious is eager to know or learn something. Well, I wasn't eager to know or learn at all. I was just operating in the same old capacity that I had come to know and believe was the path. Take it all on, juggle a million things, work harder, get the degree, do the job, marriage, kids, do all the things and activities for the kids and school and volunteer and meals and carve out time for my friends. And oh yeah, if I don't take care of me, I'll burn out. So fit in self-care once in a while. And I have church and my prayer life and on and on. I actually find myself feeling exhausted just thinking about it all as I say it. Everything was just status quo. I was on a conveyor belt and never stopping to get curious if I actually wanted any of it, if I liked any of it, am I enjoying any of it, if I would choose it all again, if given the chance, if I thought of doing things differently, or how might it look if I did, and what did I think was possible for my life? And if I could have it be different, what would it look like? See, see how I'm now with those questions stepping into curiosity. See how when I ask myself these questions or go research an answer on the Google or seek answers from someone who isn't super stressed or exhausted all the time, I just might open myself up to other ways, other possibilities ways that feel more aligned to me and bring me more freedom and peace. That did only come to me when I decided that feeling curious was a path to these new ways of thinking and believing. And then from that curiosity that I was feeling, that had me taking action. As a coach, the number one thing I do is get into a place of curiosity with my clients. I cannot presume to know what is best for you, for them and their lives. 
only you truly know. I ask a lot of questions to those who I am coaching to answer those questions for themselves and to develop their own answers. And a lot of the time I will ask them what they want and they will say, I don't know, which is normal for a person who hasn't been feeling curious a lot of the time. So I ask you today, what are you not being curious about? What are you just believing is how things have to be or should be and will be for you? See how we could ask the question, what could be? Curiosity has allowed me to explore all kinds of new perspectives. It had me learning a bunch of new life skills and life-transforming ways of showing up in the world. And most of all, it's, it has me testing out a whole bunch new possibilities for me. And I'd love for you to move into that direction too. And some of my favorite questions that create curiosity for me that I would like to offer you today to help you step more into the feeling of curiosity are the following. What do I really want? How is this the best thing to happen to me? What can I learn here? What do I want to try next? What would be fun to do? If I knew I would for sure succeed, what would I try next? And then there are the two thoughts that I am so grateful that I choose to think that felt curious to me. And these were, I'm curious to see how a life coach can help me right now. And I wonder what's possible for me and what impact I can make in the lives of others when I become a life coach myself. Do you see how I was living in a place that didn't have me feeling great, but when I stepped into curiosity, especially, and I, and I had the thought that created the feeling of curious when I thought I'm curious to see how a life coach can help me right now. So because I thought that and felt curious, I took action to test out and see. And then I was able to not only find out like, oh yeah, that did help me a little bit. Actually, I can say that that first session changed my whole entire life. Okay, that was a bit on curiosity. And now I want to move into that second feeling. The second feeling that has catapulted my life in the most wonderful way is courage. I can tell you that I still struggle a lot with this one. It doesn't come easy for me, especially because I spent a lot of my life in perfectionist ways. And a perfectionist always kind of gives up when things start to feel hard and scary and doubtful that they will turn out well, well, to turn out perfect. So in other words, we avoid scary and risky things that will cause us to feel fear. Why? Because it feels awful. And the work it takes to do something scary may feel painful and uncomfortable. And we have a part of our mind, all of us do, that is specifically created to keep us from pain. Its job is to avoid pain. So it is like innate that we want to avoid 
being brave and feeling courage because that sends off an alarm to our mind that we're about to do something that could be painful and uncomfortable. But courage is also just a feeling, which is an internal job, right? Because how I've said repeatedly on the podcast, and I'm not sure which number it is right now off the top of my head, but several podcast backs, you can find one about feelings. Feelings are created by our mind. When you think a thought that makes you feel courageous, because our thoughts create our feelings. So in the same way you create fear, you can create courage. The difference is one will keep you small and have you running away from your dreams. And the other one, courage, is actually a necessary ingredient to you to get to your dreams. That's right. Courage is essential because all the effort, the work, the decision-making, the testing out, the trying, evaluating, it will be uncomfortable and at times painful. But those actions are the only thing that will get you to the end point that you really want. And in such a bigger, just a, in a bigger way, it takes having the feeling of courage to carry out the actions and to make the changes you want. To have a baby, we all had to have courage to go through the uncomfortableness of our body changing during and after, right? For many of it, it was painful. It was painful to labor and deliver this new human life. It takes courage in that moment. And I want you to look in other ways of your life of where you have been avoiding actually running the other direction from something that you was born in your heart to go after and to do because your mind focused on all of the hard and uncomfortable and painful things it would take to actually do it, including that thought that your brain offers that just stay where you are, just stay safe, just keep things the same, status quo, life is fine, you don't want any change, that will be hard. But yet there's this desire in your heart There's this other side of the bridge where you can just picture and there's something inside of you that makes you feel like you're, you're capable to start and keep working on a business. It could, it could take late nights, long hours, large investment of time and money, which is uncomfortable to think about. And you can imagine painful at times. So why even start one at all? Well, I sure am glad that certain, even small businesses, that they're out there, that the ones I love to shop, they had, I'm so grateful they had the courage to move through all of those late nights and long hours and the investment of their time and money. Right now, my almost 84-year-old dad comes over to my house on a daily basis to ride a stationary bicycle that we have downstairs. He definitely is not as mobile and strong as he used to be, and he uses a cane to help stabilize his walking. You know, he, in order to carry this out, he has to get dressed for exercise. He has to travel here. He has to go down the stairs. Well, 
when I say travel here, he literally lives across the street, but it's still, you have to walk across a street, watch out for cars, go over curbs, step up some stairs. But um, then he has to go downstairs in my house. And then on the bike, the exercise itself for 20 to 30 minutes. And all the while, he could just remain in the comfy chair in his living room watching an old Western or the spy movie, what he does frequently. But I see him as being brave and having courage to make all that effort to move his body, even though it's definitely uncomfortable and he really doesn't have to. And it's probably not a lot of fun, but he wants the result that he gets from exercising. And so uncomfortableness and pain is the way for him right now. So I want to ask you, where in your life are you letting fear win? Where could you be more brave? What if courage came naturally to you? What would you then go and do? What thought, when you think it, makes you feel courageous? For me, it's most always the thought, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It has been my go-to belief for over 20 years, and I for sure give credit to the many times in my life and right now where I am taking courageous action that was fueled by courage, and that courage was created from that thought, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'd love for you to really give some thought today to these questions. How might your life be totally different in every area if you began to feel courage and curiosity? Both of these feelings can be found at the root of every success I create in my life these days, and I know it can be for you too. I want you to know that I didn't just wake up knowing this one day. I didn't come up with it on my own, although I truly believe it was in me the whole time. But I had another human being, in my case, a life coach, that helped bring out in me what I didn't know was there or possible for me. I can do the same for you if you are ready to not go it alone anymore. If you have a nudge from the Holy Spirit, that I may be the person to help you finally make the changes you have longed to experience, I know it will take curiosity and courage to see if you're right. But you can do it. You can be brave to join me and come with a curious mindset for a free coaching call. And I'll be with you on the other end to celebrate your curiosity, and courage. Okay, beautiful moms, thanks so much for being here. Until next week, much peace and love to you all. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Are you ready to take everything I teach you here and put it to work for your own life? To really learn how to have peace of mind no matter what is happening around you? If so, I'd love to have you as a client as your coach, this is where you'll get personal and focused time on your own mind using life coaching tools, concepts, and proven life transforming wisdom, 
all through a faith-filled lens. To learn more about how we can work together, come on over to danielletienel.com. There, you'll see how to sign up for a free coaching consult and learn how to get started. Until next time, peace be with you always.